Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Today on Things You Should Know, your email has just been hacked. What do you need to do? To find out, stick around. Here at Things You Should Know Podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as, Are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You've reached Things You Should Know. And my name is Kelly, I'm your host. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, something today that's going to help us all. Unfortunately, uh, there's been a number of folks who've gotten their emails hacked and different things uh, over the last uh, few years and few months. And so I figure, you know what, Uh, let's talk about what to do. Let's talk about what to do immediately if your email gets hacked. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So stick around for all that. Very quickly, I would like to uh, thank All of our listeners, all of our listeners, first timers, returners, you name it. Thank you guys for continuing to support the podcast. Things you should know. Our numbers are are looking really, really great. We really appreciate the support, the continued support. Uh, We're going to ask that you go over to our Facebook page and our Facebook group. Join it there. Like it there. Follow it there. And uh, if you've got any questions or any show ideas, suggestions, please uh, make that known there. I would love to hear from you. All you got to do is post a comment. And say, hey, Kelly, why don't you tackle this particular subject? Or I'd always wanted to know about X or Y or Z. And we'll see what we can do about bringing it onto the show and helping out everybody in the interim. Now, let's jump over to our content area. Uh, we're going to be really strong and really um, brief today, though. Uh, your email, your email. Fortunately, fingers crossed. This has never happened to me that I'm aware of, although I think I did get my Facebook profile or something like that hacked once before. 
and it starts sending out these crazy messages like, I don't know, you're selling cheese or click this link or really weird messages go out to your family and friends. So we all love that, right? Uh, most recently, a fraternity brother of mine uh, had his email hacked and the email sent out to all of his distribution. And I'm trying to recall the message. I think the message was uh, something about purchasing something and you had to click on the link. So it, it it looked like he was had sent out a mass email to his family friends uh, trying to get them to solicit, you know, buy something from him. And of course, his email was hacked. So if you get a let's start at the back end of that. If you get an email from a family member or a friend or someone, I don't think I have to tell you if you get an email from someone you don't know saying click a link, certainly not to do it. But I'll say that here. Uh, But if you get it from your family and your friends and the email looks obscure, it looks uh, short, brief, to the point, something uncommon that you don't normally get from that person. Before you um, click on it, you know, within the body of it, any links, why don't you reach out to that person? Send them a quick text and say, hey, did you did you email me? I just got an email from you. I just want to make sure before I click on this link. I do it all the time. Well, not all the time, but anytime I see something obscure, I say, hey, is this from you? Because sometimes people will send you a quick and dirty email. Hey, I need you to do this, that, and the other. Register for a conference. Go ahead. Here's the link. Uh, so there's a possibility, but many times people are getting hacked. All right. So that's on the back end. On the front end, what do you do as the email uh, sender? This is your email. It's been hacked. Whether you have Gmail, Yahoo, uh, you just got out of prison, you still got a Hotmail or AOL. I'm going to help you out. Just kidding about the prison anyway. Three articles, as we always do, cross-reference. We're starting with webroot.com. We're going over to Norton. Dot com, which, of course, is an antivirus and techalicious.com. Never really worked with Techalicious, but had some pretty cool things there. Why don't we start with Techalicious? So what do you do? Your emails just got hacked. What's the first thing you do? What do you think you should do? What's the first thing? Well, according to Techalicious, they're saying run a security scan on your computer. OK, most people are not technical people. I don't agree with your Techalicious because people are not going to know how to do that. Uh, Norton. The first thing you should do, all right, Norton, you got it. Change your credentials. That is the very first thing. Uh, I have a, uh, another fraternity brother who is a um, IT uh, subject matter expert. And when this other fraternity brother's email was hacked, he uh, relayed through me to him that, hey, the first thing you need to do is change your credentials. So and according to Web Group, they're saying the same thing. The first thing you should do after your email is hacked is change your computer's uh, credentials, change your passwords. Uh, most hackers collect passwords using malware that have been installed on your computer for, uh, you know, from your mobile phone. Uh, no matter which operating system you use, be sure your antivirus and anti-malware programs are up to date. First thing you want to do is change your password. So if you're Gmail, for example, make sure that you go in immediately and change your password. Uh, according to this, password managers offer an easy and secure way to create complex passwords and to keep track of your login credentials. This is Norton. Well, I'll tell you something. 
I, I need to educate myself on that because in, in theory, that's true. But in practicality, I wonder if someone can break into your password manager, then they're going to have access to all your passwords. So that has always been my concern about having one app, one system of having all my passwords. So I don't really do that. OK. All right. So that's the first thing you should do. Change your password. Change your credentials. You want to change your username? I, I don't really ever change my username, but I do change my password. Here it says you can change your username and your password. You can change your security questions. And this is something that I've started doing in the last five years. I'm telling you, I do it on my uh, bank access phone apps. Uh, I don't necessarily do it on my computer, but uh, things that I can access on my phone, I always have this, and it's called a two-step authentication system, a two-step verification. In other words, you have the regular sign-on with your username and password, but there's also an additional component in order to get into your account. It can be a um, text message sent to you with a certain code. It can be a phone call. It can be an email, but the person that's breaking into your uh, Gmail or whatever, they would have to have the uh, additional access over the verification process. And most of the times they don't. OK, uh, I think and I think I'm saying this correctly. It's the difference between remember when we had debit cards and credit cards that didn't have chips as opposed to the chip bearing debit cards and the chips kick off this code. That's unique each time it's used. So if you were to use the debit card old style, you could, you know, get somebody's debit card number and, you know, criteria, and then you would be able to utilize it. But with the chip, the chip adds an additional uh, mechanism by which to verify the user is the correct user. All right. So the first thing is change your credentials. Let's see what old tech Alicia says on the second thing. Well, they, they use change your password and security questions as their second uh, and the third step, they say, is to reclaim your account. Let's jump back over to Norton. Norton says the second thing that you should do is warn your contacts. That's exactly what uh, my friend said to make sure that you can send out a test message or post on your f- social media. One of the most effective things I've seen is when people post on social media. Hey, guys, I've been hacked. Uh, If you get a message through my Facebook or my Gmail, my email, whatever, and uh, I didn't send all that. So please don't open it. Okay. so the second thing that you can do, most effective thing you can do is to send out a warning message to your colleagues, to your friends, to your family that indicate you've been hacked. There's suspicious messages going out with your name on it from your account and advise them not to open it. Okay, not to open them. All right, what's next? Um, all right, Techalicious, what do you have? Man, they're struggling over here. They have enabled a two-factor authentication, and I would have done that way up in step one. Uh, Webroot says um, send an email out to your contacts. Okay, we talked about that. Smarten up about spam, phishing, and scams. Smarten up. Spam comes to all of us. In the mailbox in front of your house, of course, your inboxes, IM, emails, chats, forms, you name it, it comes to us. It's important to look out for phishing scams. Okay, so phishing scams are when people send out emails and request information from you and it seems legitimate. I'm going to tell you a very quick way to determine 
if you're getting an email from an official source, what's an official source? If Disney, for example, was sending you an email, what do you think their email address would be? Let's say Kelly works for Disney. What do you think my email address would be? My email would be very simple. Either my first and last name or some combination thereof at Disney.com. Okay. At Disney.com. Now, these guys have gotten really, really slick with these email uh, phishing uh, um, profiles. And what will happen is on the surface, it'll say Disney. But if you click on that email, it'll have some obscure email address. It'll have some long numbers and letters. In other words, it won't be to the actual uh, Disney.com domain. It'll be pointed somewhere else. And of course, if you respond to it, your information is going to go somewhere else. Now, Disney is not, uh, you know, the bank or, you know, something like that. Social Security office. But this happens in government. This happens in um uh, industry. You can get these letters. Uh, it looks like it's coming from your credit card company. And actually, it is not. Many times you'll get information from the IRS. The IRS is not going to send you an email, not going to send you an email. They're going to send stuff through the mail and they indicate that they won't do this. People like PayPal uh, will always tell you things they won't do. Like I bank with Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo says we won't ask you for stuff over the phone or we won't ask you for things via email. So be aware of phishing scams and be aware of what your institutions are requiring for validation. Be aware. Know what information to give and who to give it to. For example, Apple. Apple uh, products, you may... um, want to go to the help desk or, or I don't know, whatever you need from Apple. Well, there's your uh, Apple ID that's very important. Why? Because tied to your Apple ID for most of us is a credit card somewhere paying for these fancy apps and, and for additional space and all these other sorts of things. And Apple will say, hey, we're never going to send you a text and ask you for your password. So if you get a text from someone that says they're Apple and they're asking you for the password, it's not us. It's usually someone phishing. Okay. Another example. This actually happened to me. My wife works for AT&T and uh, we were getting these uh, phone calls and voicemail saying, hey, we can save you a lot of money based on your plan that you currently have. Give us a call back. Well, I called back. And it just didn't seem right. First of all, you have a guy in a room. You can hear a bunch of people around him doing the same thing. And he didn't really know what my plan was. So those are very two very key indicators of, hey, something's not right here. If it doesn't feel right, if you don't have a good sense about it, trust your judgment. And so what I found out is AT&T will not call you to offer you a discount program. They're not going to do it. So. If someone's calling you and they're saying they're from DirecTV or AT&T and they have, you know, want to save you money on the program or, or your plan or your wireless, it is usually a phishing scam. Do not send them money and do not give them your sign on information. OK, if you've already done that, unfortunately, the first thing you need to do is go back to number one and go ahead and change your credentials now. All right. So what's the next thing that you should do? 
jump over to Techalicious over here. They say check your email settings. Why? Uh, checking your email settings. Sometimes hackers might change your settings to forward a copy of every email they re- that you receive to themselves so that they can watch for emails containing login information for other sites. Okay, that's important. Check your email signature to see if the hacker added a spammy signature that will continue to, uh, you know, peddle out dubious types of email. The only problem I have with checking your email settings is most people are not very technically savvy. A lot of people are not going to know how to do that. Um, So what I would advise you to do is um, YouTube. As a matter of fact, this is what I'm going to do for you. This is why you listen to the podcast. I'm going to find a reputable source on YouTube that can walk you through these steps, particularly checking your email settings if you are hacked. I know at least two really technical sites or channels that I follow on YouTube, and I feel like they'll have some reputable information for you. And I'm going to put them on our Facebook page and our Facebook group, and it'll be referenced to this podcast. Okay. Because over at WebRoot, they say validate the legitimacy of your programs, your games, your apps, and your videos before downloading them. Change your security questions and consider adapting to a two-factor authentication. Now, I'll tell you the two-step is a pain in the patootie if you forget your password. Okay? You got to remember your password. And changing your passwords can be a pain in the patootie, too. But you got to remember it is for your best interest. Um, I use a two-step authentication when it comes to a lot of things for work because there's security clearances, things like that, that I have to deal with. But in addition to that, I use it for personal business, particularly for my any accounts that I have, you know, bank or IRAs or brokerage and that sort of thing, because it's just an extra layer, an extra layer of security. Um, So at the end of the day, if your email gets hacked, the first thing you need to do is to begin immediately change your credentials. This could include changing your username and your password or what I normally do is just go in and change my password. I guess to be extra careful, you could change your username and your password. The second thing would be to alert your family, friends, colleagues, coworkers, you've been hacked. How do you do that? Go to your social media site, post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram. Most people see it there. Okay. Hey guys, you get an email from me. You get a text from me. That's not me. Please don't click on the link. Because what happens if they click on the link? Who knows? Their stuff could get hacked. So make sure you do that. And then next, uh, smarten up about scams, phishing, and uh, spam, and things like that. And employ a, an additional layer of protection. And in this case, it would be the two-step authentication. Most uh, websites offer the two-step um verification process is simply a matter of enrolling. Now, remember, you need to remember your password in the, well, you need to remember it, period, but especially for the two-step verification or authentication process, because it would be a pain in the patootie to get it reorganized if you forget your password, which, which I've done, unfortunately, with PayPal. And I'll save you the story there. So anyway, this was a short one, but a sweet one. I wanted to give some information on how to protect yourself. So uh, govern yourselves accordingly. And again, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me today on things you should know. 
uh, you're empowered with understanding how to protect yourself and make sure that you are not getting um, you're, you're not getting your email hijacked. Now, the last little nugget I'm going to give you is this. Change your uh, passwords on a regular basis to keep the um, probability of your um, networks getting hacked. Now, if you use a two step, you're, you're, you're doing good. But if you change the password, you're doing great. Just remember every month or so, change your password. And yes, I know it's a pain in the patootie. Just as you get used to one, you got to change it again. And, and sometimes we'll forget if we're not writing things down or we have a place to keep them. But just govern yourselves accordingly. Thank you guys again. And we will see you in 48 hours with some more great content. Thanks. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.